Hi, and welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast, the place for all things kids yoga. My name is Jessica Mujis, and after teaching kids yoga for over a decade and being immersed in the industry, I created this podcast as a warm and supportive place for parents, teachers, caregivers, and kids yoga professionals to gather. Episodes include conversations with kids yoga teachers, business owners, and authors, child development experts, informational episodes on specific kids yoga topics, yoga adventures for children, and even the voices of children themselves. It is my hope that you can come here each week and gain inspiration and form connection with your fellow kids yoga community. Welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome back to the Kids Yoga Podcast. My name is Jessica. This week, I'm joined for the second time by Mimi Felton. Camellia Mimi Felton is a Yoga Alliance 200 RYT yoga teacher, a Kidding Around Yoga certified kids yoga teacher, a certified meditation instructor, a Yoga Behind Bars certified trauma-informed yoga instructor, and a Reiki 2 practitioner. Mimi started Mimi's Yoga Kids in 2018 after realizing the many benefits of doing yoga with her young grandson. She knew that this was something that kids and their families needed. She couldn't find what she wanted, so she decided to create it. She is very excited to share all these wonderful practices with children and their families. She wants to share her knowledge with the world to cultivate awareness on how these wonderful practices can teach all of us, especially children, mindfulness, inner peace, meditation, and imagination. Mimi, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to be here. This is always a pleasure to talk with Jessica, the Yay. yoga podcast. <laughs> we were we were saying before we started recording, like we feel like we've been in touch and we we are through social media, but this is different. I'm excited to sit down. We haven't talked since it was July of last year. Is wow. that right? So it's been over, it's been a, over year? a year? <laughs> Whoa, wow. okay. That's that blows my mind. I didn't realize it was that long. So, I mean, we've been through the ringer. We've been through, we're still in this pandemic um, and it's, it's bad again. So I wanted to hear from you. How have you been? And also along with that, how has your business, Mimi's Yoga Kids, been through the pandemic? What have been, what's been the journey for you in this past year? Oh, wow. First, let me say, you know, I'm so honored to be here, Jessica. Thank you for, you know, taking this time to sit down and just see what I have going on. You know, it's a delight to share, you know, our journeys with each other in the world, right? Mm -hmm. So first, I just want to say thank you. But what has Mimi's Yoga Kids been doing? Wow. The time has like gone so fast. <laughs> like you said, it's been over a year since we've talked. Yeah. But, you know, just to just to see the growth within myself, you know, in a time where, you know, it just took us all for just 
for just a turn that we were not expecting, right? Mm -hmm. So I quickly had to pivot, you know, Mimi's Yoga Kids because I was doing all in-person classes, of course, and then everything shut down, right? Everything shut down. And so I panicked. I was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? And this was a time where everybody was on social media, right? Because that's all we had. We couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't do anything. So without being able to connect, that was the way we connected, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, that's where I found so many other yoga teachers. That's where I found, you know, a yoga community that I wasn't even expecting to find. You know, I, I learned things about myself that I had to be quick on my feet. I had to think because I was fairly new. You know, I started Mimi's Yoga Kids in 2018. So I was still new, you know, to the yoga business and things of that nature. So I had my little meltdown, you know, in the very beginning. And then I was like, okay, okay, you, you gotta, you gotta figure this thing out. Right. And so just fast forwarding, you know, I did a lot of virtual classes. I met some amazing, you know, uh, yoga teachers that were just, you know, we were just passing ideas of how to do different things. I connected with, you know, um, Medi Teddy, that's a big deal, you know, Medi Teddy. And I think because people were still, I was able to like, I was just inboxing everybody and people would like respond. And I'm like, oh my goodness, they, they, they responded, you know? And so mm. great opportunities came from just, you know, being able to just get on and network and connect and just keep going. You know, I just, I didn't stop. I didn't stop. I took a break, but I didn't stop. I, I took a rest, a mental rest, but I didn't quit. You know, mm. um, I was like, you got to keep going, girl. You got to keep going. And so I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful to be here. <laughs> yeah. So did, when did you start doing in-person things again? And are you still, currently teaching in person or is there a lot of virtual still happening what's going on right now well, I'm kind of doing both yeah. and it, it's crazy like you know when the world kind of opened back up everybody was just inboxing me Mimi we need you back we're doing this we're doing this we're doing that mm -hmm. and it was a little overwhelming because honestly I had got comfortable with being at home in virtual you know in my little space and you know going to work you know all I had to do when my basement was the yoga studio at first. And so all I had to do was 10 minutes before, you know, work was just run downstairs, you know? So I got used to that. I got yeah. used to, <laughs> you know, being able to shut it down and go back to, you know, right back in my kitchen or right back. So when people start calling and things of that nature, I was late for a couple things because <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the traffic and, yeah. and you know, preparing, you know, giving yourself enough time. And so getting used to that again was, was a little bit overwhelming. But once I got back into the space with kids, the energy that you, you just don't get online, mm. you know, I don't care what you do. It's just being in the space with kids and the energy that you get from them. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. This is what I have been missing. And so to answer your question, I'm kind of doing both, you know, because I kind of think we're going to go back to virtual, you know, a little yeah. bit more than we had expected to. So I'm still staying, you know, open-minded, flexible, um, and just being able to, you know, pivot whichever way 
I have to go, you know, but I have parents that are like, okay, my kids are over virtual. Can you offer some in, you know, in-person classes, but still thinking is that the safest thing to do, you know, and then virtual, you know, are people going to show up because they're exhausted, you know, kids are doing school virtually. The last thing they want to do is log on, you know, at the end of the day or even on the weekends, you know, so just trying to be creative and just figure this thing out one day at a time. Right. Yeah. And you've, but you've been busy this whole time throughout, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah you've I've been, been pretty busy. Yeah. And very thankful for that. The seniors keep me on my toes. <laughs> yes. I, so I want to talk about the seniors. I told you whenever I see those videos on your Instagram of the senior classes, I just smile ear to ear. It's just <laughs> so amazing. And I wonder if you can share your experience. First of all, what made you want to work with the senior population and and share yoga? And then how have you found it to be both similar and different from working with kids? Oh, so for working with seniors has been a love of mine for a really long time. Um, 2013, I went to Costa Rica and did a missions trip. And I spent like pretty much an entire day in like the senior citizen home and I just felt so much joy and just so much love just being with them and spending time with them so seniors have always been close to my heart because in a lot of ways they're they're childlike you know they just want to be loved and appreciated and seen you know and heard so that's why I feel like they're similar in a lot of ways to kids and so how it happened Um, I was doing in person with them before um, COVID-19. And then when everything kind of shut down, you know, nobody wasn't doing, nobody was doing much of anything. And so the seniors were just like, you know, I had heard that they, they needed something. But when I mentioned virtual, they were like, no, we don't, we don't want to do virtual. You know, we, we just, a lot of them don't have laptops. They just didn't want to be bothered with that. Right. Which I totally understand. Mm -hmm. So um, last year, I think it was still kind of cold, you know, and they were like, well, how about we meet outside in the park, you know, and you can come and do, you know, some mindfulness or yoga or whatever. And I was like, okay, we can try it. You know, we did it and it was awesome. You know, they were out in fresh air. They were so happy to see each other, you know, um, to have fellowship, to eat lunch, to catch up. And so initially I was doing it one day a week. They were like, Mimi, you got to do us two days a week, you know? And I was like, oh, okay, you know? And so it, it helped them and it helped me, you know, because like you said, you know, seniors and kids, they're on different spectrums, but they're so similar, you know, because they were just so happy and so appreciative and just so open you know, just to, I'm like, okay, let's learn how to breathe and let's, let's move our bodies, you know? So they were just so excited. And if I don't, if I miss a Tuesday or Thursday, they're like, what, what are you doing? Like you can't miss Tuesdays and Thursdays. (laughs) So, and they are joy. They are absolute joy, you know? And I, I play music that they are familiar with, you know? Um, I do movement that I know is going to help them, but it's not too much, you know, and so it's just joy. It's just joy. I look forward to it. And we do a lot of things that I don't really put, you know, like on, on Instagram, we'll do like activities or crafts or things of that nature. And you can just see, you know, just the, 
it's exercising their minds and it's just, it just keeps them, you know, in a good place because a lot of them live alone, you know, um, and that can set in, you know, some depression and some, you know, feeling lonely and, and not seen and not heard and just having that time is just beautiful for them. Oh, well that, yeah, it's really this, the circle of life. It's just so incredible, right? Like that yeah. it's just very evident that, like you said, I, I do see as we get older that we're returning back to that kind of childlike place. And I also feel like the senior population can get forgotten a lot. It's, you know, it's sad. Like you said, I think it could be lonely. And a lot yeah. of, if you can imagine, like all, your friends are passing away and yeah. your family is probably busy in their own lives and, you know, or, you know, some don't have family. And so to have that community, I am sure yeah. they're just so thrilled. Was it hard to get them to open up at first or were they always kind of oh, open yes. to it? It was. Oh, yes, it was hard. Um, Pre-COVID, like I said, I was going, I was going once a week. I was going on Tuesdays. And it's so funny. The first time I went, you know, I walked into the space and they were all kind of like, who is this? Who is this lady? You know, and I did what I normally do, turned on my music. And I'm like, okay, guys, we're going to move our bodies. And, you know, they looked at me like, we're going to do what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> And so this is when we could touch and feel, you know, at meditation, I would go around and I would like grab their hands because I wanted them to have physical touch. You know, sometimes I would have different oils and I would just put it on their neck to get the, the you know, the senses waking up and things of that nature and one lady I, I can remember this like it was yesterday I touched her back with my hands and she said I don't know what you did but I could feel love from you I mm. felt energy from you I felt heat and light from you mm. and that's all you know we're energy, you know, and to be able to pass that on to somebody that will make their day better, to make their day brighter, what that's priceless. Yeah. That's priceless, you know? And so I just kept going and I would do things like taste meditation. I took strawberries one time and I was mm -hmm. like, let's do taste meditation. Like put the strawberry in your mouth and, you know, think about the texture and the flavor. And it was just like, girl, a strawberry never tasted so good. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, cause these are the same things we're, we're sharing with children. Right. Yes. And, and a lot of these things, the, the reason like we're sharing these with kids and a lot of adults haven't experience these things it. either yes exactly forget, you know yeah forget to enjoy you know how kids they enjoy every little snack you know yeah. you give oh them fruit snacks and it's like the best thing yes. ever <laughs> you know just to give that to them right. you know and I took them like a cookbook of like healthy recipes and they would come back and say I tried that recipe and it was good you know <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, that is so great. You form this community and yeah. that, and I love it that they're like, Oh, we need you two times a week. Like this, we need. That's so they already <laughs> had the up. community, you know, they were right. already doing their thing, but just right, adding right. something new and fresh and different, you know, yes, yes. was just, was just, and so now they love it when they go to the doctor, you know, they're like, yeah, honey, I, I, I do my yoga twice a week. You know, they're so proud. <laughs> 
And they should be. I love I'm it. I'm so proud. I lost two pounds, Mimi. You know, they are so proud. Girl, yeah. I went from three coats to one coat. You know, it's those little things. Yes. You know, and just because I fussed at them about not drinking enough water and making right. sure you go to bed and limit your time to watch the news because they'll sit up and watch the news all day. You know, oh, yeah. I'm like, don't watch the news all day. Watch it in the mornings and then get up get up and move like I'm constantly mm. like on them you know and one she's a feisty little thing she I mean anything will just set her off I'm like okay I'm gonna need you to do peace begins with me she's like girl I was in the store and I was about to go off on the lady and I said Mimi said do peace begins with me <laughs> I was rolling that's amazing so you know it's just those little things you think yeah. you're not making a difference but yes. we are we are absolutely absolutely and you're teaching this is important you're teaching the full spectrum of yoga mm -hmm. to them which I think just a lot of times people get caught up in the I go to yoga and it's just the asana you're just doing the poses you think you have to flow through and do the fancy poses and it's very you know ableist and it's very you know and I love that you're like we're doing the strawberry meditation you're talking about regulating yourself with the meditation eating healthy you know the full I just love that you're able to share the full spectrum of what yoga is and I'm yoga sure they're surprised yeah Right, because they were probably like yoga. What, what, are, what are we? What is it? We can't do that. Yeah, and that's. I think that was their thing in the beginning that it's not for them, mm -hmm. and so my approach has to be a way that it, they can connect to, that they can, you know, that they feel they they can see themselves. So the music that I play, the ambiance that I create, it makes it inviting, you know, instead of music that they don't know or you know, it's just. And that's what I teach with kids too. You have to bring yoga to them, you mm -hmm. know? Um, I, it's not about me. It's, it's not about me. So wherever I go, I try to make the space that's conducive to the people in the space, you know? Yes. I know how to do vinyasa flow and I know how to do hatha and this, that, and the other, but mm -hmm. they don't, you know? So what I look like walking in a space and doing all this jazz, they're gonna be like, girl, I ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's separation rather than unity which the whole part yoga is union bringing it together absolutely meet them where they are oh I absolutely. love it well I anyone who doesn't follow Mimi on on Instagram you'll get little sneak peeks of these senior classes and you'll definitely smile so check that out um I want to talk to you also about your your business coaching because I talked to Meg Herb who um, I just released an episode this week with her and she said she spoke to you a little bit about growing her kids yoga business. So I was curious to hear about that, the coaching that you're offering, like, what does that look like? And, and, and just how does that work when you work with someone in that capacity? So that was something that was just kind of birth, you know, that wasn't something that I set out to do or anything like that, but I did, um, how to, um, start your small yoga business with the kids um, yoga conference. And you actually gave me that connection. And so doing that afterwards, a lot of people were just like, hey, you know, 
what are you doing? How did you do it? You did it in such a short time. And can you give me some tips and, and things of that nature? And so I found myself like helping like a lot of people. And one of my friends that, you know, I consider a mentor, she was like, um, sweet pea, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, this, that's your time. That's your, yeah. you know, that's your expertise if you will you can make it like something that you offer to people that are really serious about it and I said well you know no no she's like no no that's not what we gonna do <laughs> you need someone like that I'm glad you've got friends. Yeah, like yeah you know because I I can be that for you know we can be that for other people but sometimes yes, yeah. it's hard to be that for ourselves right and so it was so funny Megan and I were just going back and forth you know just talking and she was like you know, I, I want I want you to coach me. I want some coaching from you. And I was like, okay, girl, let's do it, you know? And so we did it and it was amazing. We had so much fun. We're around the same age. You know, we had a lot to talk about, you know, a lot of things that we could, you know, pull from each other. Because, you know, like you said, she has, she has an amazing background. Mm -hmm. And so I was, able to to kind of tap into things maybe she didn't think about and she's like oh my god I never thought about that you know and I'm like the expertise that you have in being a journalist that's a great way to incorporate that's the thing about being a kids yoga teacher you you when you come from a place of that's natural and and, and it's you love it it's it's so easy to do it right so if mm -hmm. arts and crafts is your thing let that be part of your yoga classes, you know, if it's, you know, whatever, if it's baking or, or whatever it is, find a way to incorporate that because kids are going to get that full, they're going to get the full benefit of you being there and being present, you know, and I'm a, I'm a creative, I love anything, like I'm a squirrel, I'm like, oh my god, oh <laughs> god, you know, and that's, that's kids, right? You know, yeah. and so it's so easy for me to get down on the floor and just be in the space with them because that's that's beautiful for me, you know, all over the place. That's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've been able to help others as well, you know, and so it's it's joy to me. I, I made a promise to myself that when I started this, I want to be to others what I didn't necessarily have, you know. Because I reached out to a couple people. Some people gave me just the just enough or pretty much like, no, I'm not helping you. Or, you know, just pretty much ignored me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's mm -hmm. okay. Because what it allowed me to do was figure it out. Right. Figure it out. And, you know, I've made some mistakes along the way. I did things that worked out really well. I did things that you know, that didn't work out well, but I was able to learn and grow from the experience, you know? And so what I do, it may or may not work for you, but I'm, I'm here and I'm willing to share it with you, but you still, at the end of the day, you have to put you in it. You know, I can tell you, I can give you the blueprint, but you're not me, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not you. You have to find, you have to find your own voice. You have to find your own way of spreading love and light to these children or whoever you come in contact with, right? Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. And so that's kind of how that, how that started. And like I said, it's, you know, I'm always here, you know, to help, to support, mm -hmm. 
because we're all in this together, you know? Yes. And I firmly believe there's enough on this planet for everybody. It really is. So even as a kid, I would always, if I had something, I I didn't care. I don't hold on to things. Mm. I don't, you know, it's easy for me to let stuff go because I feel when you let it go, it comes back to you in another way. It may not come back to you from that person, but it comes back to you, you know? And so that's just how I, that's just how I live. It's how I flow. And it, it seems to work pretty good. <laughs> it, does, it does. Well, one of my questions I wrote was that you, you've got such a special bright spark. You do. I, I remember the first time when we connected, I can't believe it's over a year ago, but you know, getting off of the call and like texting Lauren Chadoff being like, you've got to check out this woman, Mimi, like she's got, you've got it. And I know now you guys are friends, right? Like, yeah. so, and, and have connected and stuff, but um, you do. And so my question was, how do you keep that shining? I mean, before we started recording, we kind of were like, you know what? Social media is 1% of our lived experience. And there's so much more going on in our lives. That's not there. Um, but, you know, on social media, you you feel that energy. I know it's not possible to be that way all the time. None of us are, but how do you take care of yourself so that you're able to offer that to other people? So just in really a lot of different ways. And, you know, I think just life and maturity and just, you know, the things that I've been through in my life, there's just certain things I just don't let get to me. Right. And I come from a place of what am I grateful for? You know, I wake up every morning. What am I grateful for? I have my eyes. I have my ears. I have my nose. I have my mouth to speak. You know, I don't take those things for granted, you know, and for the most part, I'm pretty much, you know, in a, I'm pretty much in a good space and in a good mood. And if I'm not, you know, I'm honest with myself and I say, okay, you know what? I don't feel good today. I don't want to be this, this bubbly. I just want to rest and, Mm -hmm. and take time for myself and do things that bring me joy. And so just having that balance, you know, is what keeps me, I think in a good place. And then the spark, the spark just comes from, I don't don't know. I just, I, I do know. I am finally living in my purpose. Mm. I am finally doing what I am supposed to be doing this planet, you know, and it took me a long time to figure that out. Even as a child, my parents told me that I should be a teacher. I was born to teach. And I'm like, I don't want to teach, you know, I don't want to be in a box where Mm-hmm. I have to be told how I can teach and what I can do and what I can't do. That never, that never set well with me. And so I kind of ran from it, you know, and then the things that I went through in my life, you know, having to take care of Elijah and, and very dark times in my life, getting on the yoga mat because I didn't want to, you know, and nothing against it, but I didn't want to take medication or I, there were certain things that I just didn't want right so getting on the yoga mat and I found you know peace I found that I could let it all go you know on the yoga mat and you know having this little one there with me it was just like the universe just was just lining everything up in my life right 
sometimes you're going through things and you're like, why? Mm -hmm. But when you look back on it, you're like, oh, this is why. This is why I went through Mm -hmm. that. This is why I'm doing this because it was all just prepping you for what you're supposed to be doing. And some people get it early. Some people get that that purpose and that spark and what they're supposed to do, they get it early. And some of us, it takes a while, you know? But now that, you know, I finally have like found what it is I'm supposed to be doing and it's teaching. (laughs) They were right. (laughs) Yeah, they were right. It's teaching, but it's teaching, you know, on my terms, you know, it's being able to share love and light from an authentic place there's nobody telling me what I can and can't do and things of that nature and the creative being and spirit that I am it's just that energy that just 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 flows through me you know um it's nothing that I've done you know it's just life you know and I'm just so thankful and I like I said I just don't take it for granted and I don't really well, we all care about what people think, but I really don't care what people think, <laughs> you know, in the sense yeah. of, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. You can, you can join the ride or you, 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 you can't, or you don't, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but either way, I'm just going to do what I'm supposed to do. And it's like people that know you, they're like, wow, you know, you're, you're doing it, Camelia. You're finally doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so it's just, it's just a good place to be, you know, it's a good place to be. Yeah. And I know it hasn't been an easy journey to get to this place. No, ma'am. And, you know, but like you said, it's, it's incredible that you can look back at those massive challenges and say, that, that actually did lead to something else that actually brought something out of you. And I think that's people listening, anyone going through a time right now where you're like, what is this? Why is this happening to me? Just, just know that it's, you're gonna, you're going to get through it. And yeah. who knows what, where that's what bringing birth you. from that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What birth from that. It's like the Lotus in the mud. They talk about, you know, it comes to the, the Lotus comes out of the mud. You need to be in that kind of, in that place sometimes in order to emerge and come out. And, and now look at you, you, you're, you're in your purpose. It's very clear. You know, it's, you could just feel it from you. So I'm just so glad that you found that. And it's funny, your parents, they knew you had that teacher spark. And I understand what you're saying. I always felt the same I'm like, I can't be in a classroom. I can't be given rules and I can't, yeah, I couldn't do it. And then finding this path, it's like, oh, it's so freeing because you're yeah. still teaching. You're still connecting with people, but from a completely authentic place. Right. Right. And it's just, it's, it just blows me away. You know, I had wrote on a sheet of paper on it. I actually meant to bring it to this session with us, but I had wrote on a piece of paper, um, I think it was 2018 or 2019, the things that I wanted to do. And it was like own my own business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I wrote down some other things and I folded up and I put it in my wallet, you know, and I just started to do the work to manifest all the things that I wrote down. And I was cleaning out something the other day and I found it and it just brought tears to my eyes because I've done everything on that list. Wow. And it's just, you know, it was just the universe just working on my behalf, you know, and it was just, it just blows you away when you see the manifestations of 
what you've wanted for your life. We can create the life that we want, you know, doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. Things are going to knock you down, but you know, but you got to keep getting up. You got to keep getting Mm -hmm. up. And it's so crazy. You know, I tell women all the time, you know, I wasn't always what you see, you know, but I had to do the work. We want to, they see you and they're like, oh, I want to be like that. Sweet pea, you don't, you don't, you really don't want to go through what I've had to go through. Mm. And I don't want to go through what you may have had to go through to get to the person that you're meant to be. Right. And that's, I'm so big on, let's learn to, to live in our lane. Mm, yeah. <laughs> walk our walk. It's, it's, it's okay to admire somebody and to look up to somebody and be inspired but when you have a sense of, you know, what did they do and, and this, that, and the other, it just takes so much joy from you. You know, you can't mm-hmm. focus on what you need to do because you're worrying about somebody else, you know? Yes. Stay, stay here. Yeah. Come <laughs> back to yourself. Come back home. That's why we do the yoga. That's why we're on meditating and the mindfulness. It's always about bringing it back in, bringing it, bringing back, it in. back in. And everything is right here. Everything's here. You just got to sit still and get in tune with yourself, you know, and that's ugly. It is. (laughs) That is not pretty. I don't want to see it sometimes. (laughs) Jessica, even now, you know, some days I have to sit with myself, you know, Mm -hmm. because as a, you know, being a light worker and doing this work, Mm -hmm. you know, it can weigh on you sometimes. And I have to say, okay. I can't fix everything. You know, I can do what I'm supposed to do. And some things you just have to let, you know, people have to do their own work. You know, people have to want to be happy. You can't, you know, and I get to tell people that sometimes like, okay, I can tell you different things, but it's up to you what you do with it. Mm -hmm. Don't forget, I'm a human too. Yes. <laughs> I'm not gonna keep telling you the same thing and you're not going to do it. Like, I'm going to stop telling you. <laughs> right, exactly. It, it has to come from inside you. It has to, you can hear something a million times and yes, you have to feel it for yourself. Absolutely. Well, in this past pandemic year, um, what do you think has been your biggest lesson about yourself? getting through this year? Is there something that sticks out to you that you, you learned about yourself? Yeah, that I am, I am strong. I, I am pretty strong, you know, um, and that I am worthy, you know, I am worthy and I deserve happiness. I deserve light and, you know, prosperity and all the things, you know, um, sometimes we feel like, you know, for me, Jessica, to be quite honest with you, you know, during the pandemic, when so many people were hurting, so much was going on, I felt some days like I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be sharing joy, you know, (laughs) I shouldn't be like, I should hide from the world that I'm in a good place, you know, and so that doesn't, that's not how, that's not how joy works. You have to shine your light and be joy and so in the darkness you can allow others to see 
that joy is possible, you know, happiness is possible. Even in the darkest of times, we can still find joy. It's a choice, right? Mm -hmm. And so I had to say to myself, you know, even at dark times in my life, I could still be happy for other people. That's just how I've always been, you know? And it's like, I, I, it's okay to have joy. It's okay to be happy. It's okay to grow and expand and outgrow things and outgrow people and outgrow spaces. That's life. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I've learned, you know, you gotta just, you just gotta keep going and you just have to be true to yourself, Hmm. you know? And so I learned strength. I learned a lot of strength and I've learned that I can sit at the table with anybody. Hmm. If you don't want me to sit at the table with you, that's fine. I'm going to go get my own table. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And I'm still going to invite you to come sit over here with me. And you're still welcome. (laughs) You're still welcome. You know, it's, it's not hard. It's not hard. You know, and my people like they often say, what's your religion? My religion is love. That's my religion. Mm -hmm. I grew up, you know, Christian and Baptist and this and that and all of this and the other. But for me, my religion is love. Mm -hmm. Love conquers all. It conquers color, racism, sexual orientation, love. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if you love people for who they are, where they are, that's when you allow people to be true to themselves. Mm -hmm. When you were saying that about feeling that feeling joy during the pandemic and then feeling like, oh, I shouldn't I should hide. I shouldn't show this. Just the image of that would just mean you were dimming your own light, which would just make it darker for everyone else. And I did that for so long. Right. And I get that. I understand that I've been there too, where it's like, oh my, so many people have it so much worse. And I, I shouldn't, you know, share this. But the image is like, but then when you do share, you're such a bright light that that light is able to to illuminate illuminate others or or make them have hope and say, oh, they're and you know, remember that there's these other things out there. So I think. I'm glad that you you just came to that point where it's like, you know what, D- dimming ourselves, it doesn't, that doesn't brighten anyone. Mm-hmm. It hurts it us and I think it the hurts world, us. It keeps the world dark, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Oh, I love this. Well, I want to um, wrap up with a kids yoga gem. And I know you've already offered one cause you've been on anyone who didn't listen to the first episode with Mimi go back in the archives. I don't know what episode number it is. I'll put it in I the think it's 25, 25. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So go back, listen to that one. Um, but for this episode, your second kids yoga gem, what would be your big piece of advice for those people sharing yoga with children? Like always, just come from a place of love, right? Give kids a safe space. That's that's my biggest thing. You know, it's so funny. I can go to a yoga class, kids that I've never met before. And at the end of the class, 
They're going to come up to me. They're going to hug me. They're going to say, thank you. Even little babies. I teach little babies on Mondays, you know, three and four year olds. And, you know, it's just the energy and the love that I give to them. They know that it's real. It comes from a true place, you know? And so just create a safe space for kids. They need it. They need it. They deserve it. And when we give them the tools and the, the, the things that they need to grow and expand, that's just going to make the world a better place, right? Looking them in their face and telling them that you matter, you, you are beautiful, you're, 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 you're perfect just as you are, you know, um, love everything about yourself. I look them in their face, you know, I will take their little cheeks and I'm <laughs> like, you're the most beautiful thing on the planet. You should see their little faces, you know, because you're planting seeds. That's, that's the biggest thing. Every time that you are in the space with a child, you have the opportunity to plant a seed, right? And everywhere that they go, if we're constantly watering those babies, can you imagine? Can you imagine the beautiful, just the beautiful human being they're going to be? You know, I became a plant mom and I, I use that a lot in like with teaching because you have to you know, and every plant is different, right? You can't do for one plant what you do for the other plant. So that's meeting kids where they are. I go to some classes and I have to do things a little bit different because the kids may not get the affection, and love and the things of that nature. So you have to kind of like pile it on thick, you know, and in other kids in spaces where they're getting it all the time, you have to say, okay, no, 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 no. This, no, we got, you have to get strict. You know, so you have to meet them where they are and being able to kind of feel the energy and feel the space and just do what you need to do to make it a fun class. And so usually I have a plan and it's like, <laughs> rarely do I use a lesson plan that I've prepared, you know, it, it usually doesn't. I'm like, well, dang, yeah. I didn't use nothing in the, in the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what it is. It's being present, meeting them where they are. And that goes for your kids. That goes for your seniors. That goes for whatever population you're working with. Absolutely. It, it's always the same. It's, it's the ability to be present see, and see what's in front of you. Yeah, we're just the vessel. We are a facilitator. You know, we, we give it to them. You know, we put it there and it's what they do with it. You know, but we have to it has to be a space where they feel safe. You know, I've gone in spaces before and I didn't feel safe, you mm -hmm. know, and I've gone in spaces before and I'm like, this is bliss, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's beautiful. Mimi, thank you so much. I want people to be able to find you. So can you point everyone to your website, your social media and all that? Yeah, absolutely. So Instagram is my jam. <laughs> <laughs> So Mimi's Yoga Kids is Instagram, Facebook, the same thing, Mimi's Yoga Kids. And then my website is www.mimisyogakids.com. Um, you can always send me a message. It may take a day or two. I'm pretty good about it, but it takes a day or two, you know, just to get back. But yeah, 
you know, um, I'm easy to find. I'm easy to connect to. I'm not one of those that, you know, doesn't engage. (laughs) So yeah, you know, I'm here, um, ready to serve, ready to support and, you know, just to just live life, you know? Yeah. Well, thank you. I really, it's just such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for offering so much insight. I feel like this was a very inspiring conversation, even way beyond kids yoga. This was like a life oh. conversation. So thank you for taking the time. <laughs> As always, Jessica, anything you do, honey, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> you're, you're the I know you are. And I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yes. Okay. Have a great night. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you'd like to support the Kids Yoga Podcast, here are a few ways you can do that. Visit www.thekidsyogapodcast.com. Here you'll see a link to my Patreon page, and you will see different monthly subscriptions, which will offer you added benefits. You can also contact me through the website and see all of the episodes that have been released so far. In addition, I truly appreciate those five-star reviews and ratings because it just brings so many more people to the show and it just means the world. So if you feel compelled, a rating and review and press that subscribe button as well. So if you want to get in touch, shoot me an email, thekidsyogapodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow the Kids Yoga Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Again, thank you so much for being here.